They will start the race last, but they will get to their destination first. We speak about the prophetic dimension. A man like Elijah, this man one day had shut the heavens. Are you guys here with me? He had shut the heavens and King Ahab spoke to him. At, at a particular point, Prophet Elijah found out or showed the nations that his God is the God of Israel. I'm coming somewhere. Because you do know that this is warfare, right? You know this is a fight of gods. And when God saw Elijah being able, I'm starting something, but being able to prove God to the Israelites, the Bible says to us that eventually he began to pray for rain to come again. He prayed seven times with his face between his thighs, praying, praying, praying. And at a particular point, he then saw a small hand or his servant saw a small hand rise from the seas going into the heavens. And he said to King Ahab, listen, mount up upon your chariot and head towards Jezreel. If not, the thunderstorm coming will overtake you. Jezreel saying, God saying that Jezreel, a place in which he banked upon. A house, a city in which he banks upon. But what I want to draw your attention to before I say something is that when you look at the life of Elijah, Elijah started his race because he must get to Jezreel too. If not, the thunderstorm will overtake him. But he told King Ahab, use your machinery. Use the, uh, the artillery that you've got. Use your chariots to get there. The functions of men, the strength of men. Go ahead of me. But you see, I always used to laugh at this scripture. When I saw Elijah, we look at the life of Elijah. And Elijah allowed him to go by the chariots. And then took his cloak. I'm starting something. Please bear with me. Took up his cloak. Girded himself with a belt. And began to run. You know, my visual um, take on that must have been the most funniest thing ever. Imagine seeing King Ahab on chariots, horses running. And then you see Elijah with a cloak pacing past the chariot. Where God was telling them to go to was somewhere where God was sowing to. I'm coming somewhere. God sowed into a world that was filled with wickedness. But there are two people looking for a kingdom. The kings of this world and the kings of God. And these people that are going, so I, when I start to say to you guys, and I want you guys to listen to me, everyone else can come. I'm going to tell you why we're praising. Because you see the prophetic man, the prophetic generation, Spack Nation. What causes us to praise is not the same thing as the world uses. No, hear me. I cannot be praising. I cannot be excited based on what the world's excited upon. So when you look at someone like Elijah, this was a character that was girded by truth. This was a character that because of truth, the grace of God, the anointing of God brought him ahead of King Ahab. Now, why did I start with all of this? I've said it, I keep hearing it, I listen over the words and I understand. When I look at Pastor Toby, what it took to take this nation so far or to build a platform for you and I, he took the word, faithful to the word and truth. 
But that was just a starter. I just want to say one thing to you guys. How many of you guys, and I, I, I want to do something a bit different. How many of you guys, hearing what we've got ahead to do with ourselves, Pastor Toby's been speaking to us, telling us that we're going to take the nations. We're going to see the tens of thousands, the hundreds of thousands, and I believe all of it. But how many of you has partaken or feels the weight of that same call? No, I need you guys to listen to me. How many of you are just responding to excitement? But who is carrying a weight? You see, there was a weight that carried Christ to prayer. That carried him to the ministry of the spirit. I said it before that the problem with mankind is that the word of God is not to be handled by just anybody. Flesh cannot handle the word of God, only the spirit. For the sword of the spirit is the word of God. So unless the spirit indwells me, lives in me, I cannot handle this word. Cheap talk means nothing. Like Pastor Toby said to us, the word must create. So why am I starting like this? When we look into the word, I've been asking myself every time I was talking to Pastor Alex. And last night I began to think. And I was talking to Pastor Alex and I don't know why. But every time I'm to walk out of the presence of people, a weight comes upon me. Not a fear, don't get me wrong, a weight, a responsibility of this call, an understanding of this call. When I look at the leaders, when we look at some of the generals, when you look at the sleepless nights they have just because of the agenda, just because of the mission, I'm asking God, let me partake in that responsibility. I look to Joseph, I look to Daniel, I look to people that would represent God in a godless nation. I look to people that must bring the banner of God, the ark of God, into God's presence. And listen to me, listen to me, Spanish, because where we're going now is no jokes. I cannot play games. It cannot be by words that we excel the presence of God in this nation. This nation will come when God finds a man. But the man that God is gonna find, listen to me. When I'm hearing the word every time, Pastor Toby's speaking every time. I listen to Pastor Sam, Pastor Dami, I listen to everyone. I ask God, why is it that I receive? Why am I experiencing this pain? This pain is not coming from the flesh. It's not that someone's hit me, but there's a pain, there's a weight that I cannot express. Then I realize there's two types of lights. The light that God gave us. But darkness is also a light. People see in darkness. In fact, the Bible warns us that there's a darkness that if you ever mistake and think it's light, how great your darkness is. So I understand that we can see in darkness. But those that see in darkness, they are, they, 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 they argue, they criticize the light. Now, why did I say that? Please follow me here because I've said to God, as this work has been commissioned to us, I lay my life back down into darkness because Adam, Abraham, must first see in darkness before a nation is given to them. No, you didn't hear me. I hear the yes sirs, but hear the word. Before, you see, imagine that God created all things. Oh, I love the word. God created all things. Ah, he created all things and said of all things that it is good. 
and the only thing that he said was not good was Adam being alone. Everything, everything that came out of the presence of God was good except Adam being alone because Adam had no one to compliment him. No one that was in agreement with him. So what does God have to do to him? God had to put him in a deep sleep. I don't know what light you're going to see other than darkness in a deep sleep. But I know he saw because when something was taken off of him and put before him, he knew what it was. You're not hearing me. They took the rib. God saw Adam, injured the man, wounded the man because only the wounded man can receive word. Only the wound, the temple of God. I don't know why you give me five minutes though. I don't care. Like, sir, you've started a madness. Spanation. So listen, so he looked at Adam, put him in sleep, took a rib from him, created a word called Eve. He named Eve his wife, but Eve was first a comfort. I only need comforting when I'm mourning. So what happened is that God took from me, God took from us. I said that the guarantee or the acceptance the spirit of God is when the word leaves you. Pastor Toby, you go in as my word. I said to someone yesterday, I don't want to be someone that just speaks word from the Bible because I go court and the judge speaks words to me, but that cannot be word. But I remember that the Bible says that the word became flesh. It never returned. So word has always been flesh. So when I look at word, I'm saying, oh God, I need the agony, the pain that I'm feeling, my God. Because the word that comforted me was taken from me. Taken from me and God said, no, no, no. You don't need two helpers at the same time. You need one that replaces the other. So I look at the word, Pastor Toby, and he's telling me he's got to go. And I'm saying, sir, you cannot go. And he's saying, I've got to go. Then I understand, he says, it's expedient. I hear you, sir. It's expedient that I go, that I may receive the Spirit. But when the Spirit comes, who does the Spirit? How do you know a Spirit man? He's a wounded man. The temples of God, all of them, I asked myself, why did God take pleasure in a temple that was filled with blood? Why? Why do you take temple? Why do you take pleasure in a temple soaked with blood? I realize that it's only the wounded man. So when I'm praying in tongues, I said this to COD, when we're praying in tongues, I have not entered the realm of the spirit yet. My praying in tongues is building my most holy faith to enter a frequency called praying in the spirit. The Bible says pray without season. It says do not give up in prayer. Do not faint in the place of prayer. And I'm asking God, but there's a time that I have to sleep. It will take rock quality. It will take. It will 
Jesus Christ showed us. And this is where I end. I told you don't give me five minutes, but this is where I end. You look at Jesus Christ. This Jesus, revelation man, spirit man, seven eyes of the spirit. But one thing that accompanied the seven eyes was wounds all over the land. If he's ever going to see the scroll that is in God's hands, Nation, listen to me. There still yet remains a word for my flipping generation. And I must slow. I must get into a place. Hold on, so the pain that I'm feeling. God, where did it come from? I say it to COD all the time. You are fathers, you are mothers of revival. Spark Nation, we heard that there are many people looking at Spat Nation and taking up the image of Spat Nation. So the only reason why we must have wounds is because we are the one to take the word to lead them. But I looked at Abraham, a father of the faith. We are a father of the faith of young people who love God and are completely prosperous. We are the fathers of that faith. But you know what it takes for Abraham? Abraham one day gave. Oh, listen, I'll end here. Abraham one day gave to the place that God gave him dread. God gave him horror. He gave and gave. I asked myself this morning, why do I feel like this? He says, you gave your place. You gave your way to a place where I can give you the dread of nations. I get it. My family could have had a dread of immigration process, right? But God has given me the dread of nations because whatever you have been given will be given to you. When I ask God for the nations, when Abraham gave, 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 God put him in a deep sleep. He couldn't see no longer. But when he got to that predicament, the Bible says, and great darkness and horror came upon Abraham. The agony, the pain you're feeling, some of you have not been speaking it. The, you, you feel fearful. No, it's God saying, I have given you the nations. Are you listening to me? I have given you the nations. This trade is not ordinary. That's why your words can't articulate it. For the spirit makes intercession through you and I by wordless groans. So I'll be hearing PT speak. I'll be looking at young people and I'm saying, Lord, why did you give me this image but did not give me resources? He said, I gave you image without resources to build a compassion for those people. Bless God.
Jesus. service you know it's still a time for us to give God praise are you happy with what the Lord is doing in our midst are you thankful for what the Lord is doing in our midst are you sure you're very thankful oh my spirit is so charged this afternoon what a word from my fellow brother what a word from our brother the Lord is doing a sure thing in our midst ah Back nation, help me get Matthew 7, 7. I've only got five minutes of your time. And it was laid upon my heart to, be, to speak upon the law and the prophet. But actually, where the Lord is taking us now, or where the, what the Lord has shown us now is a level of grace. No longer will we read the Bible the way we used to read the Bible, you know. No longer will we understand the word the way we used to understand the word. Spanish Nation, follow me this morning, please. Matthew 7, 7. Let's drop the scripture and I'll get to the exciting stuff, I pray. And I know teaching can be long sometimes, but we'll get there. Let's go. Ask and it will be given to you. Yes. Seek and you will find. Yes. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Hold on. But I thought God said to Abraham, I will give you the nation as an inheritance. So why am I asking for anything? The now generation church no, need, no longer need to ask, seek or knock. He's already given to us. In fact, he said to Abraham, there's a ram in the thicket. Go there and collect it. You don't need to ask anymore. How many of us have asked God for things and it's not come? He will only give according to the need of the generation now. You're seeking God. God would seek Adam in the cool of the day. He's looking for you as generals to seek you because your heart has become one with him. I'm trying to teach you about how to read the word now. Because in religion, we read it like, oh Lord, give me this. I want this. No, the kind of generals the Lord is looking for, they no longer need to ask. He's seeking them and he will knock on their door because they have the key. Let's finish reading the scripture. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will You're going to have open. to read this emphatically, Mark. Come on, push. Which of you, if your sons ask for bread, will you give him a stone? Yeah. Or if he asks for a fish, will you give him a snake? Uh-huh. If you, then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, yes. how much more will your Father in heaven give you good gifts to those who ask him? Yes. So in everything... Do to others what you would have them do to you. 
For this sums up the law and the prophets. This sums up the law and the prophet. This was an old generation church. They will ask, seek and knock. The now church don't need to do that. God is giving. When he came, he came to give. He came to give us life to an overflow. So if we're seeking him, if we're one with him, because of the relationship of the, with the word, we no longer need to ask, seek and knock. Guess what he did on the Mount of Transfiguration? He consumed. He was the culmination of the law and the prophet. He entered us into grace so that we can live by an anointing that covers us to do a work that's for a now generation. Oh, Spanish, you need to hear this because you won't pray silly prayers anymore. <laughs> if you've entered his death and we now know him to be the seed of death, right? When he met on that mountain, there was a divine conversation that you were privy to. There was a conversation that crossed off the law, that crossed off. And let me say, it didn't neglect it, it crossed it off so that you can come into grace. What grace will allow you to do is do the work that you've been called to do now. That is to set the nation apart. He says, ask on me and I will give you the nation. But Abraham already was given this nation. It's in your hands. You've got a duty to fulfill what grace comes to do. Actually, the scroll, oh my God. The scroll that was put into the ground, no man could read it. But there was a man called Christ that had entrance to that, that, to, to that scroll. That scroll has been given to you, Spag Nation, to open up and restart in the beginning for this generation. And the only way you're able to do that is because you've entered grace. When we pray those old prayers, what we're doing, we're entering back into law, into the prophets. But God is saying, this is the now church. I've given you a different type of anointing that will shake up the atmosphere and turn things upside down. There's a groaning in my spirit this morning and for the rest of the years to come that will begin to shift how we talk, how we move because you are the epistle to this generation. If you know who you are in Christ, you become a general because you've taken the anointing. This same anointing is what allowed David to lead a church in the midst of the wilderness. How is it that a man that was set apart or sent away will be able to rally up soldiers in the midst of nothing and begin to do a divine work if not for the anointing? David was living in grace. No, no, no. David was living in grace. He was a man of the future in the Old Testament. How be it he entered eternal life. He entered a man called Christ. By grace, he entered the death. Spec Nation, you're already in 2040-something because of the word. Because of the preceding word. You've already entered it. The grace, the oil, and the anointing over your life has set you apart from your peers. Let me tell you, let me tell you the kind of fights my friends have. Let me pay my bill tomorrow. I'm fighting people in Nigeria, in America, and this, their place. Nikki, what are you doing here? I see you on TV. I see you this. It's a different level of fight. I've entered eternity because of the oil over my life. I don't understand it. I can't comprehend it. But 
disgrace will heal this land. <laughs> you are the balm of Gilead. That's what you are. You are the oil to this generation. When a farmer will put oil on his animals, it's to make sure that nothing will bite and sting them. Actually, now I can walk into the dragon's den boldly. Now I can walk into top corporate companies and say, I'm here now. What's up? Why? Because there's a Davidic oil over my life. There's a Davidic grace over your life, Spike Nation. Why? Simply because of the word. When the word stirs you to a level like this, you will seem crazy to people. They won't understand you. Again, they can't understand you because it's not something you speak. It's something you show. Why do you think it's all out there? It's all imagery. When King Nebuchadnezzar couldn't read the writing on the wall, he was seeing images there. People are seeing your image, but they don't yet know. When they get to know, they will see another level of grace operating over your life. It's called the oil. Somebody shout the oil. Somebody shout the anointing. Somebody shout the power. No longer will you need to ask, seek, and knock. You've been given the key. There's no, many of you have houses. Many of you have houses. There's no way you go to the door and knock if it's your house. Is that not your property? Is that not your place? God has given you London City. God has given you America. God has given you Nigeria. God has given you the ends of the earth. Somebody shout, thank you, Lord. I'm finishing now. I'm finishing now. And I haven't even started. <laughs> the word is so sure. Brethren, don't take it lightly. This is food to your bones. This is your life giver. If you want to become anything now, and I'm telling you, you haven't seen anything yet. I, ah, it's too prophetic. You haven't seen anything yet. When you've been called like this, guess what? God doesn't care about your desires. He doesn't care about what you think you need. When he told you to seek the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all the things will be added to it. In fact, when Jesus was about to go, he said to his disciples, I'm going to fill you with power. He said, don't take anything with you. Even leave your money back as you go. Everywhere you land, there will be provision for you. Why? Because of the grace that's over your life. It just attracts. It just gives. It just gives. That's the kind of person you're becoming. You're just going to attract everything in this world. You won't know how. You won't know why. It's called the anointing. It's called the power of God that heals and changes generations. You are a generation changer. And because of that, you will have to go through death to enter people into life. Somebody give God praise this afternoon.
may have your seats today. My job is simple. I want to open the portal for the word today. And we've had two amazing words. Can we give God praise? You know I'm a madman already, so let me start calm because I'm going to get mad in a minute. <laughs> I want to just open the floor for the word today. So I've got five to ten minutes to do that. Pastor Nikki has started us off powerfully. And I wish I could get into a certain preaching, but I won't. I would just like to say some few points and I'll be out of your way. When God gives us a general, it is a signal that he wants to give us all things. I'll say that again. When God gives us a general, it is a signal that in your life, he desires to give you all things. Every time we see generals in scriptures, what, what general do you want me to start from? Yes, last week on Friday, or Friday gone, I spoke to you about seed. And I told you about when God's ready to sow for a nation, he sends a man. It is God that wanted Egypt, so he sowed Joseph. The conditions of Joseph's sowing was that he would become a slave. That was the condition of the seed that God needed to make at that time in order for him to inherit the nation called Egypt. When we sing, freely he gave it all for us, surrendered your life upon that cross. Great is your love poured out for was the price that God paid for Egypt. Every time God wants a nation, a man's life is taken by ransom. I don't know if I have time to go to that scripture, but he said, God who did not spare his own son, how much more will he freely give you up all things? Every time God wants to give you all things. There is a general that is a sign with a word. Pastor yes, Obi said it. Word came. Word came. And I can only talk about my life. My life, you can call me a general today of SPAC Nation, a general of an ideology, but my life was just exposed to word. You see, word keeps coming out. And coming out and coming out. But what happens is that somebody Im imbibes the word and they become the flesh of that word. Yes, 
So it is no longer, and the word became flesh. The word continues to come out and come out, but it drops on people in this auditorium as I am speaking. Do you know what? When I first came, I came out of prison when I was tw um, 20 years old. Met Pastor Toby four days after I came out of prison. I encountered him preaching the word on Abraham. That was where my life started. As I sat down and heard that word, at that moment, I was a military officer. <laughs> what makes a man a general in God's kingdom is actually that the word fell on a man to a place that it created a division. So now, inside of Spat Nation, you will see that there are men who are, have stories exactly like me. It elevates me to the position of general because the word dropping on me created a flesh. Now everybody that comes out of prison will see the end inside of me. General. Don't know if we have the definition of general. A military officer, someone sitting at the far back today, has just enrolled in this military. They have a story. They have a place that they're coming from. Remember I said when God is after a nation, there's a life he holds ransom because that life is the price for those nations. So now, when we talk about generals, Pastor Toby can be in any part of the world, but he's already got generals, letters. Letters that the word used him to write. I discovered when God planted Adam in the Garden of Eden, it was a sowing to write a story. So every time I share my testimony, and that's all I'm coming up to do today, every time you share your testimony, the new phase of evangelism. How do we grow? How do we push this thing we call Spat Nation, this movement we call Spat Nation, this church we call Spat Nation? If we're going to push it to the next level, what must happen is that out of your life must come a division. I'm not talking about dividing. I'm talking about a rank. A rank of people. So I understand why God is interested in the pharmaceutical mountain. What happens next? A pastor Genevieve, a pastor Kwabina, a pastor Ebon begins to speak the word. What happens is a rank begins to grow out of them and they begin to sit and hear the word. What happens is pastor Toby may not be around. Pastor Toby may be in another part of the world preaching the word, but there is a rank being developed. It's called a story. How Spat Nation run, won the pharmaceutical world. What? Hear me well. And I'm only, I've given you one point. Every time God gives a general, it is an indication that he wants to give you all things. God who did not spare his own son, how much more will he freely give us all things? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Are you understanding that principle with me? Then the next one is if you are a general, it is because a rank has grown out of you via the word. Are you hearing me tonight? There's a story that God is writing with your life. 
the seed that God sowed was men. With those men, he begins to write a story. Everything that has happened in your life to this moment, I'm just getting you ready for the word. Are you ready for the word? Everything that has happened to your, in your life at this moment, no matter your age, no matter your circumstance, has prepared you for a seed that will allow God to write. Let's read one scripture and we'll close. Have you got that scripture ready for me? Second Corinthians, I believe. Yes, sir. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Mm -hmm. Or do we need, like some what, what people... What scripture is that? Second Corinthians 3 verse 1. Okay. Or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you uh -huh. or from you? Yeah. You yourselves are our letter. You yourselves are our letter. Yeah, go on. Written on our hearts. Written on our hearts. Remember, when the Bible talks in Psalm 105, it says Joseph, God sent a man before them. Joseph, sown as a slave. The next phase, God indicating, I said to someone today, that is an indication that where God is reaching is younger and younger. If they can open YouTube and begin to look at that and begin to be programmed by it, then guess what can also happen? We can begin to program the word inside of young people from a very tender age. Why? Because it is the word that gives life. Look, so it says, you yourselves are our letter. So nobody needs to write about what God did or what God is doing. I just need to stand before you and talk. Do you know the good thing about standing before people and talking? They will ask, where is this coming from? Then I'll begin to tell them the story that there was a man in my life called Pastor Toby. He loved God. He, he, he loves God. He taught me the way of the word. He taught me this. I know this sounds simple, but I'm getting you ready for the word. He taught me the way of the word. He taught me about hiding God's word in your heart. Let's read on and let me close. Written on uh, our hearts, yeah. known and read by mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah. You show that you are a letter from Christ. You show that you are a letter from Christ, yeah. The result of our ministry. The result of what? So, if they are letters of Christ, yeah, the result of our ministry, they were written somewhere. Talk to me. We're going to preach together. Dami, get the mic. Let's preach. Let's three of us speak. Talk to me. You yourselves are our letter. No, 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 no. You're messing about. Sorry. Written on our hearts. She's reading the wrong thing. I gave you a scripture. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. Sorry, I've got to be changing my words now.
full. It means God that created the ancient mountain. You are the one I give my life to. Okay. words we you are our letters written in our heart listen to me now you see pastor Sam was saying about Joseph God's seed to a nation but you see this letter called Joseph it was a problem that got him to Egypt that problem was his letter it took it to Egypt and the name we give to it is slavery. No, no, no. It's a letter to Egypt. That slavery, what is it? What is the point of that letter? That slavery is not the end of anything. It's the beginning of the move of God. Oh my God, are you listening to me? There is no point for the black race to celebrate or to fight about slavery for 300 years. It is the beginning. God wrote a letter to Great Britain. So Jesus said, don't live inside here. Stay in Jerusalem. Okay, I'll come to that later. Abide in me. If I will say that in Yoruba, and I know Igbo can do the same, he said, the original translation would sound like something like continue to dwell in me so your postcode is not CRO abide in me uh -huh. and I in you another translation says and let my word abide in you so I've shifted address you don't live in London City London City live within the letter that you are sent to so are sent with so what happens here is anytime you're ready you can stop me so what happens here is Joseph will go and abide in him you see the abiding in him of Joseph is the dream that Joseph had he saw the sun and the moon bow to him are you with me this morning that was a letter to the nations the 12 nations around him but in order to fulfill that God was sending with a note to a nation that asked the world to make that happen so now so now Joseph is being sold three masters but those are problems they are called slavery but they are navigators of destiny God was navigating him into an address called the dream that you saw that dream is an address I live in my dreams not in the realities of London City 
People live on the internet. They feed information from there. I don't live there. Abide in me and let my word abide in you. For if you abide in me, talk to me now. As the branch cannot bear fruit as, of itself. As a branch cannot bear fruit. The reason why it bears fruit is because it lives in the roots. So when you see the branch, you don't see the root. The root is the feeding place. Listen to what God is saying about London City. There is a root. It's been trying to bud. It's been trying to produce branch. And many churches have failed, right? But you, and God says don't leave. Abide. Hang in there. Abide in me. And let my word abide in you. God is about to break forth. A revival is about to break forth. Oh my God. Oh my God. Listen. Spat Nation. Let me ask you something. Somebody say power. power. Say London, London is the base, is the base. Of, power. of power. Say power, power. is the base, the base. Of, London. of London. I begin to see when Pastor Toby was preaching exactly what God is doing. Remember I said to you on Thursday that Stephen was also the prize for nations. Yeah, 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 yeah. When God wanted to move in Paul the Apostle's life, he had to witness the death of an error and he had to be the one that ushers in. So when the nations ushered out Stephen, they didn't know that they were ushering in Paul. Are you ready for me? But look at this. So Stephen will be one, he will be the prize for one quarter of the world. Are you ready for me today? Paul, God's letter. So now, Paul, God's letter will start in persecution. <laughs> so if God's method of developing letters is persecuting the church, I wonder how many letters are upset right now. Because look. Oh my God. Wait. 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 See. <laughs> I wonder how many letters God is developing right now. Letters. The Bible says that they threw their coats at Paul. You know, Paul went to get a letter from the Sanhedrin government to go and persecute Christians, to go and persecute God's mood. What do you say? On route to persecute. He went to go and receive a letter. He was the evidence of what God wanted, what the government at that time wanted to do to believers. But what God is saying in London City right now is that what I want to do has already started. You are seeing your letters all over the world. So now. So now, Pastor Dami, you can interrupt me anytime. <laughs> yes, sir. You know. The Holy Spirit, sorry, Jesus Christ intercepted the letter of the Sanhedrin to the world. I love the interception of letters. Joseph's dream was a revelation of the gods that they were serving in Egypt at the time. They were serving the, the stars, the moon. They were serving all these different things. God showing Joseph that dream was a revelation of the God he was to go and encounter. 
So, when you understand that the infiltration of Joseph into Egypt was an encounter between God and the gods. Pastor Sam said this, the death of Stephen was the activation of Paul. Do you know that Stephen was only in one dimension? He was only speaking to the Sanhedrin. He was only speaking to the Jewish people of the land. But guess what God does? He multiplies, sorry. Who spoke here about what happened to Joseph? The moment he went to Egypt, there was the birth of 12 sons. The moment Apostle Paul would take the activation of the Holy Spirit, you will see multiplication of cities. Let me show you how. So you see, in Acts chapter 16, 14, he will go to a country, the place is called Lystra. Acts 16, he will go to a place called Philippi. 19, sorry, Philippi. 17, Athens. In all these different cities, there were different gods. In the place of Athens, that's why the Bible will say the Jews want to see a sign, a miraculous sign. Religion. The place of Athens, the Greeks, they were philosophy and wisdom. That reminds me of my own field. Pastor Toby was one man that split into two. So you will not find that there will be a psalm that will go and confront the gods of money. <laughs> then there will be a dummy that will confront the gods of wisdom, men's wisdom. When I speak to my scientist friends and they tell me things like, you only need science to solve humanity's problem. I tell them, keep quiet because you don't know your history. Go and study, you see. Sir, before 1900, the number of people that were killed, humanity, the number of people that were dead up to 1900 does not compare to the number of people that atheists killed in the 1900s. World War I, World War II, Stalin, Mao, Pol Pot, these were all men of atheist dimensions that killed more human beings. They killed more people in 100 years than all of humanity, 1900 centuries. And you tell me that science is the solution to man's problem? No. That's why Paul will get there. And he will say, no, no, no. Athenia, the god of knowledge, is not a god. Go and read it properly. That's why he will enter a place. That's why there was war, sir. That's why when he began to speak, Demetrius was not happy because Paul came and confronted the God, the God of money. It was in that town they sacrificed their kids to the God. See, do you know what Peter came and did in London? He came to confront the God of money. That is why he began to speak. Look at how many leaders, parents, will go to work and forsake their kids. Sorry, sacrifice their kids on the altar called work. I don't know if you're following me today. Paul would encounter a Diana. The name of that God is Diana, right? That is what you call London City today. But guess what? It's a split in 92. There will be an attack on the philosophical part. There will not be an attack on wisdom. There will be an attack on the money part. And we'll show them how to make true money. By the way, Joseph's assignment was to go and bring word back. So if Pastor Toby has written us as a letter, our job is to go and bring word back. To go and dethrone the God. So here's how the, the new soul snatchers are going to operate. I want to see a Stephen identify the God of his area. 
not your postcode, the God of the circles you've come from. If you've come from prison life, why were people going to prison? Because of the quest for money. The God there is Artemis. If you've come from a place where you were told, go to school and you'll make it only that. Only that is the way forward. The God you're facing is Athenia. If you think all you do is your social media, how you look, Aphrodite, she was the God of beauty. So what I see in the house today is a new breed of soul snatchers. Your job is to identify the God of your region, That's right. Pastor Mariam. That's right. And London has got Asian devils. But listen, we are not going to cave in. We are not going to back down. The God of ages will punish the God of this age. Shout hallelujah. For you notice your calling brethren that not many wise, he has used the wise. We've seen churches in London. God is looking for a 14 year old, a 15 year old. And wait, all that you need to do how do you fight the God of a land? The ancient God of a land is simple. Don't live in money. It's an address they know. They know the name of money. Bill Gates and all those guys. Don't live in fame. So God began to show me where and how pastors or leaders messed up they started to live in those things he only gave us one address abide in me and let my word abide in you so we're not gonna change address you know why BBC cannot destroy you you never invited them in the first place so they said well we've done good documentary on you we didn't invite you you want to do the bad one? We didn't invite you. We have a permanent address. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Somebody shall praise God. In this address, there is so much security. It is surrounded by mountains. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord encamps around those who trust Him. Spark Nation, the Lord encamps around you. I see all the old angels pitching their tent. Don't let it enter. Don't let their address enter. All they are trying to do is to enter your house. They are looking at it. What kind of a house is this? What church, it's not about the numbers of people sitting down. It's the kind of people sitting down. Yes. Pastor Yemi, when the police came, they saw people they've been looking for. Not to arrest, like, how do you change this kind of lives? They were shocked. Koyewon. Koyewon means they don't understand it. 
So they begin to put words to it. Um, social da 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 da. Um, safe houses. What is safe house? Who told Sky this is safe house? It is the name of the Lord. It is a house of change. It is the house of God. It is God's house. Save out my foot. You want to fear media? Do media people hear from God? I told you don't fear a man that doesn't hear from God. Every 14 year old that you must be oracles of God. Oracles of a new generation. A fearless people. Listen, so how do you change a nation? Don't live in where they live. Don't live there. Abide in me. And let my word. So what happens to churches? Halfway they start making money. Then they abide in money. And Satan says, I know that address. They abide in fame. Satan says, I know that address. They abide in numbers. Satan says, I know that address. But the address he's been looking for is the name of the Lord. Is a word. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a word. So the address Joseph was moving to, every problem was moving him into the address of the dream he had. That is God's de demonstration to Joseph in that dispensation. That the moon and the star will bow to him. The nations that Egypt worship will bow to him. So that is the address he was going to. But you see, nobody has lived there before. So they don't know the way there. So all the things we call slavery, all the things we call the light against Joseph, they were ways. They were the highway of holiness. No, no, no. It's because you don't know that scripture. It calls them the highway of holiness. That means it allows certain things to happen to you. Holiness means being one with God. Everything that happens to you is the highway of holiness conforming you to his will. So don't tell him, why me, Lord? Just walk the way. It's walking your way into him. No, 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 no. You didn't hear me. I said it's walking your way into what he has shown you. Wait. If he says, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard and it hasn't entered into the heart of man, Kali, what God has prepared for those that love him. It is a love matter. It is a love walk. So I don't know where this walk is taking me. I've not been to this street called persecution before. I've not been to this street called lack before. But what I know is that it's waiting for me at home. The king has a feast prepared for me in the house. So I don't mind the ways that I go through. It will still end up to be the highway. The highway of holiness is taking me deep.
I can't believe this address that God works us into. I discovered an issue. Genesis 1. God looks at the earth, the address which he owns, and says, let us make man in our image. We thought that was a look. We thought that was an image. But it's where he lives. It is his address. The one thing Satan cannot get, he can have the same image as men, but he cannot live That's in the right. same place that men can live. So if you look at that scripture, God said to, um, his, God said to Jesus, let us make man in our image. He then begins to say, and this will be of man, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and have dominion, subdue the earth. But listen to this. All of a sudden, man eats of a tree that takes man out of that address. Remember where God placed him? Inside of the garden. I am the vine. My father is the gardener. The address is always a garden. I am the vine. My father is the gardener. You are the branches. So what Adam was, was an extension of God's address. Oh my God. <laughs> are you with me now? So all of a sudden, Christ comes in order to make the address known again. I'm going somewhere very quickly and then I'll step out. Look at this. He comes to make the address known again, but Paul gives us a revelation. He said in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul plants Apollos waters. So there are now men on earth that can lead other men to God's address. Okay. The word of God. When man begins to speak the word, what happens is they begin to lead a generation back to where God lives. They begin to plant them at this address. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. But what happens? There is a man that stands in London city as a signal saying, I know where God lives. So listen to this. Oh. Paul plants. Do you have that scripture for me? So that I can do this from Bible and not head the knowledge. What after all is Apollos? What after all? Can we start a few verses before? Yes, For when one says, I follow Paul, mm -hmm. and another, I follow Apollos, yeah. are you not mere human beings? Uh -huh. What after all is Apollos? Uh -huh. And what is Paul? Yeah. Only servants through whom you came to believe. Yeah. As the Lord Only servants from whom you came to believe. Yeah. As the Lord has assigned to each his task. Okay. I planted the seed. I planted the seed, yes. Apollos watered it. Apollos watered it. But God has been making it grow. But God Praise has God. been <laughs> God has been making it grow. What is what is growing is the address 
Adam's failure was the ability to extend God's territory. Okay. So what now? Whoa. He says, abide in me. Listen to me. Abide in me and let my word abide in you. What is the address of God? What? Oh, you didn't hear me. As you abide in God. All that they said is, and the word, the word went to contention in Ephesus and it prevailed. What is that? Colonization. Read on though, because that's, that's by the way. So neither the one who plants, yeah. nor the one who waters is anything. Okay. But only God uh -huh. who makes things grow. Praise only God. God who makes things grow. It is only God that makes the territory of word grow. First, it hit a few hundred people. Then it began to hit another hundred. You know one of the things they couldn't understand? How can a church go from 150 people and almost like overnight, 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 they became 1,000 people? God, Apollo's plants pour waters, but God makes it grow. Freedom. The one who plants uh -huh. and the one who waters yeah. have well, one purpose. Uh -huh. And they will each be rewarded according yeah. to their own labor. Yeah. For we are co-workers yeah. in God's service. Okay, but there's a translation that will let you know, maybe it's the message, that we are co-workers in God's garden. The address... The tower, the place in which we abide, it is a garden. Yes, and God took man and planted man in the garden. The garden in which God planted Christ. Now he plants man inside of that garden and expects man to extend the territory of word. Abide in me and let my word abide in you. If any of you do not bear fruit, you will be cut off. But the one who bears fruit, I will prune so that it can extend even more. The pruning of Pat Nation has started now, Pat Nation. Right. Why? Because God's desire is that in the next six months, are you hearing me, Spat yes, Nation? That's right. In the next six months, we're going to see an expansion That's like right. never before. That's right. In the name of Jesus. Yes, sir. You know? I think I'll just carry on in the same passage. How about that? I noticed that the Bible referred to them as servants. So these generals are servants. They don't come from a high and lofty place. They come from a lowly place. But Pisam has just spoken the prophetic word, which is over the next six months, we are going to expand. But what are you going to build with during the expansion? Should we check out the building materials? Yes, sir. What's the next verse? By the grace God has given me, yes. I laid a foundation. What do you lay there? You see, a wise builder lays a foundation. And I can see a pity that has spent so much time digging, digging. You know, when he said that we are going underground, I began to understand what he meant. Because if you want to build a tall building, you've got to go deeper and deeper. The higher you want to build, the deeper the foundation has got to be. Show me your foundation, I will tell you how high you will get. Show me your foundation, I will tell you how high you will get. I see my foundation 14 years deep. I see 
I see the foundation of my foundation, 40 years deep. Prophet Adeboega, 40 plus years in the ministry. My granddad, Kajayale Balogun, the first person that they brought the, the gospel to in my village, I see those foundations. The wise builder lays the first foundation. Are you ready to keep exploring to see the building materials? And someone else is building on it. Yeah. Be willing to allow someone else come and build on top of what you started. Uh, when, PT when I see through Pity's eyes, I see it. He has built for 14 years and a dummy. Damn it. A foundation is laid and you get builders, rough backgrounds you call them. Yeah? Guess what makes a foundation strong? Jagged stones lined up together. Whoa. I don't have time for this. And someone else building on it. But each one should build with what? This is not a matter of care homes. It's a matter of compassion. How you, the amount of care you put into the selection of your building materials tells me how much compassion you've got. Let me show you how to get the building materials. Next verse. For no one can lay any foundation yes. other than the one already laid, yes. which is Christ Jesus. That's why Peter will refer to apostles as the ones who've seen the resurrected Christ. So that he's done that job, my foundation is sure. What do I build on it? Next verse, please. If anyone builds yes. on this foundation yes. using gold, silver. Someone say gold. gold. Yes. Silver. Someone say silver. Costly stones. Someone say costly stones. Wood. Someone say wood. Hay. Someone say hay. Or straw. Yes, someone say straw. One. Whoa, 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 go back. Go back to that verse. Stray, hay, wood, stones, silver, and gold. Let me tell you how you begin to select these materials. Maka, Ushataya, Mendoza. If you're in a garden, it is easy to pick out the straw from the top. The hay, easily accessible. It is a tree, right? Where do you get wood from? A tree. Show me how willing you are to select your building materials. How much care you pay to this. I will know how far you want to get, how high you want to build. For those who select straw, I only come on Sunday services. I'm not demeaning that by the way, please don't get it wrong. I, I don't disrespect you. You're very busy, I understand it. But you're picking up straw. Guess what? Straw cannot hold much weight. There's straw, there is hay, easily selectable. But you see, to get wood, you have to go find an ax. To get wood, you chip away yes, at the tree. Now, I love this part though. These ones are easily accessible. Yeah. It's costly to bend down in humility, you know? It is very costly to bow down when you, you think you're right, but you gotta submit all the same. I'm talking about the affairs of a general here. <laughs> Servants, Paul and Apollos, to pick up a stone is costly. <laughs> 
but it costs even more to dig to find the gold in there. The lower you go, the higher you get. I begin to realize I am digging Whoa. inside the word to find the next generation. I am going past hay. I'm going past straw. I'm going past wood. I'm going past costly stones. I am looking. Silver and gold is mine. Do you remember? Yes, sir. The word of the Lord is the silver and gold is mine, says the Lord. Yes. You are meant to dig to find them. See, this next generation is going to be very interesting. Because as Peter was speaking there, Paul the Apostle will go and confront these gods. But he went to a place called the marketplace. In the marketplace was where he was going to find the gods and confront them. I want to see a Casey take God to Louis Vuitton and show them that the image you're trying to build does not compare with the image of God. But before that can happen, he needs to have built with gold and silver. He needs to have built with the humility required to bend down and dig. That is the future I see. Generals who are in a place of humility, guess what? It is from a place of pain that you truly birth power. I've told you guys before, the day Paul the apostle tried to go and light firewood, he mistakenly put his hand there, a snake bit him. That snake that bit him there, that same hand that was bitten, was the hand that one used to heal the sick. That's right. A few days later. But nothing interests me more than the pain Jesus Christ endured. Even after his death, they went to go and take an arrow to pierce his side. And I love how the Bible records this. There were two things that came out. Maybe, I don't think it's Paul and Apollos. Maybe it was Paul and Peter because it was blood and then water. The two things, and Job will show us that wisdom has two sides. Maybe the lion and the lamb, I don't know. Or maybe it is Damian, sorry, Saddam. Two sides that have been birthed from the piercing of the side. But out of that comes the blood and water. One might be thick, life. One might be water, drink. So it's easier to swallow one. You don't swallow both. This is the next generation I see. A piercing on the side of pain has birthed the introduction of power. But please, as Paul warned us, with due care, select the right building equipment. That's right. Sorry. Sit down. I want you to hold your neighbor right now. We're about to close. The, everyone all the way from the back to the front. And after this session, this is the part Pastor Dami spoke about going down to build up. Everyone, as all movement stops, we're just going to pray. There's an increase looming over these houses beyond what eyes have seen. Now we're going to pray for three minutes. I, I want the band to be ready and then we're going to praise God. Is it the spirit of breakthrough in this house right now? I already see three people set free from depression because God is calling you into a bigger assignment. I want you to hold your neighbor firm but softly and I want you to pray. 
In fact, if you don't know what to pray about, just pray in the Holy Ghost. Or prophesy in the Holy Ghost. I see the oil of increase and grace and power. Revival break through this city. Shatter ancient demons. Put every negative media into bondage. Raise the standard of the spirit. Let souls come to Jesus. Set this city free. Rist Secondary schools, colleges, chicken shops, offices, in the name of Jesus, the true light of the gospel, in the name of Jesus, Satan take your hands off this generation, in this city, in the cities of the world, in the name of Jesus, South London, North London, East London, West London, the light, the glorious light of the gospel, in the name of Jesus, now, I told you what we're going to do. We're going to pray one more prayer. You can leave your neighbor now if you want. I need 200 Apollos then. Let's assume I'm Paul. Let's assume. And that's not status. Because the Bible already said either Paul or Apollos. said it doesn't mean anything. He said it is God who gives the increase. But let's just for um, picture's sake. Need 200 Apollos. So that waters. God has laid a foundation here and has given increase. The two churches that start in January, I need 200 soldiers. And we start from this week, meaning from next Sunday, 200 soldiers. They are watering soldiers. They are soul snatchers. They win souls. They are energized from this service. So again, what we're going to do is this. The word and prayer draws the anointing. It shatters the, 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 the gate of hell. Destroys it. Silence the enemies. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
I thank you for the 200 plus Apollos in this house. That waters, I thank you for those who carry the mark of the Lord Jesus. I thank you. I thank you right now that as they lift up their voice and pray, that you, God, we hear from heaven right now for the sake of the Lord Jesus, not for the sake of stagnation or, or church. No, Jesus, the gospel of light, the glorious gospel. Begin to anoint people right now all over this house, oh God. That every chain that has held them be broken. I rebuke depression. I rebuke depression. I rebuke fear. I rebuke anxiety. I rebuke everything that is not found in the address of God. I rebuke every suicidal spirit. I rebuke the spirit of fornication, adultery, and sexual immorality. I come against you in the name of Jesus. I come against you in the, by the blood of Jesus. And we, Spark Nation, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your, our testimony that Jesus is Lord. I rebuke every bondage that holds families down. In the name of Jesus, be free. Now you're praying now. 200 Apollos. They say, Lord, use me to water. We're about to praise God. Someone said, Praise God. Praise God. Oh my God. I saw a thousand young people being loose from a rope right now. And they are coming in. They are coming into this house. They are coming in. I thought you would praise God for that. I saw 300 appointed to COD. They are fresh. They are new. They carry a new fire. They are coming from everywhere. I saw 400 to the Connect family. I saw elite and power base. I thought some people would give God praise. Praise God. Let me acknowledge the pillars. I call them the pillars, right? The elders. The pillars in Spark Nation, they are going to increase as well. God sees your work. God sees your labor. God sees your prayer. And you are needed in this house. Otherwise, a house without pillar will fall. The elders in this house, God is going to increase you. Amen. God is going to bless you. Amen. Your children will multiply. Amen. God is going to keep your children. Amen. Are the mothers really going to praise God or not? Spark Nation, give the Lord a mighty prize in this house. Ascend, miracles descend. This week is going to be a week of miracles. God is going to run miracles in our lives. A new day will rise over Spark Nation in the name of Jesus. London City, Europe will receive the fire of the gospel. Young people will rise from everywhere. 
Give the Lord a mighty praise in this house.